Oh, shoot. I was talking and didn't realize my mic was muted. I apologize. I apologize. Uh, how's everybody doing? Andre is in the house. Uh, what's up? Uh, everybody. I see Olaf in the house. Oh, shoot. I was talking. Uh-oh. Olaf is in the house. What's up, you guys? Um, I don't have sunglasses on because I'm trying to be cool. I don't have these sunglasses on because I'm trying to be cool. I actually have them on for a reason. Um... And I will get to that reason in just a second. You got to forgive me. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk to we're going to talk about beta males. Um, I have these uh, sunglasses on for a reason. And it isn't just because I'm trying to be cool or anything like that. I'm actually not trying to be cool. Um, I'm in some pain some real pain uh my back is killing me and uh you know it's a an old injury that you know i'm dealing with so i don't want to be wincing too much on camera you know so you could probably see it in my eyes when i when the pain kicks in and I wasn't going to uh, do a show because I was feeling some kind of way. But then I said, you know what? Bump it. I'll do it. See if it'll work. So, uh, man. So I'm going to soldier through. And uh, just letting you people know, anybody wants to join the 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 chat, it's in the chat. Uh, how to, to jump in? We're gonna talk about uh, because of Tasha. Tasha asked me to talk about the myth of the beta male, so we're gonna talk about that at at some point. Um, I'm gonna get to that topic, uh, but I wanted to talk about a couple of things tonight. Uh, I don't normally do a show where it's just me. What's up, Curtis? Uh, oh, Maya, Olaf, Tasha, Andre, as well as uh, Olaf. Oh, yeah, I said Olaf. I don't normally do shows where I um, just talk to the camera. You know, I usually have like a co-host or I play off of somebody. And if somebody wants to come in, awesome. Feel free. Uh, I will chop it up with them. But you know what? I want to take a moment to chop it up with my audience here. So uh, what's up, Curtis? Um, you know, it's been an interesting few weeks here in the United States of America with the rise, the re-rise of COVID with the un unrest with 
just you know personal stuff you know what i'm saying like family issues and whatnot and i don't know man it's just uh it's real crazy um i know a lot of people is out there not feeling well you know either it's physically or spiritually emotionally you know and not everybody has somebody that they can lean on or talk to at this time. I'm fortunate. I do have that. I have a family that loves me. I have people that love me. So that's a good thing. Also, we have this community that we've all built here, this podcasting community. Or You know, we need to give our name. We need to give out a name to this community. We need like an official name of this community. You know, um, I don't know, maybe we, we should come up with like four names and then do a poll or something and let people vote on what the name of this community is. And I don't want to use like Get Vocal or any platform because platforms come and go. But we want something that's going to last forever or last until we don't want to deal with it no more. So, you know, let's come up with a name for this community that we all exist in. Whether you are a Kente uh, and the Casters, I love. Hey, my ego likes that one. All right. My ego likes that one. But, you know, I, I'll push my ego to the side. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, and just so people know, I'm only wearing sunglasses because I, I'm having back issues and I don't want to be wincing every two seconds, you know? So that's why I have the glasses. I ain't, you know, I'm not Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles, or I ain't trying to be Jack Nicholson, but, um, anyway, I'll reiterate it for more people come in so they won't think I'm lost my mind. But anyway, I feel like we need to name our community, right? Because I think it's important, right? So whether you are a podcaster yourself like Dre, Curtis, Tasha, or you're a listener like Maya, D, um, Anybody else who, who listens, we should do that. I think that'll be pretty good. So I'm just throwing that out there. Um, all right, so let's get to the topic. And this topic comes in from Tasha. And if you have a topic you want me to talk about, feel free to kick it over to me and I will, I will do any topic. Any topic on this show, I will talk about anything, even stuff I don't like to even talk about. I'll talk about it. Okay. The myth of the beta male. Is that, I mean, what are the myths? Are you a beta male? Some people say you're a beta male. Just the fact you got married makes you a beta male. Just the fact that you only go to bed every night 
with just one woman makes you a beta male. Now, I don't agree with that. Some of the most alpha males I've known were married, you know, whether it be in my family or in other families, my father, my uncles, my grandfather, you know, just other men I respected. So I don't think you're a beta male because you settle down with a wife. So that myth is not true in my estimation. Another thing, beta males are all uh, weak, like, you know, not strong physically or whatever. There's some guys that can bench press a Prius that are very strong physically. I would say they're beta males. Physical strength doesn't make you an alpha male. You know, you could say somebody has alpha male tendencies, right? You could say someone has alpha male tendencies. What's up, Dre? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm in pain, but I'm trying to do this. So that's why I had the glasses, y'all. I'm not trying to be like Jack Nicholson or something. Yeah, yeah. All right. I do want to just shout out. Um, mm -hmm. Well, not really a shout out, but address that whole marriage. Men that get married are mm -hmm. beta males. Right. Please do. Um, you know that um, it takes an alpha to want to lead a family, to lead a tribe. Right. To be a leader in his home. Right. That is like the epitome of alpha malerism, if that's a term or not. And if it isn't a term, I'm coining it now. <laughs> Alpha malarism. Mm -hmm. All right. So if a man wants to get married, he's already establishing himself as an alpha male. Mm -hmm. Period. Period. Who thinks who, who in here who thinks that being married makes a man a beta male? What up, Alex? You know, I hear that. That's like, you know, I had never heard that until recently in the last three, four years. I'm going to tell I, you, mm -hmm. because I think we, we are, I don't want to say growing, but we are transitioning and I don't want to say evolving either because right. evolving means that you have become better than the generation before. I don't want to say evolving either. We have become, we are transitioning into a more polygamous society. Right. So monogamy is no longer celebrated as much as it used to be. More and more people are leaving what people deem the traditional sense of family and relationships, and they are more open and free to do whatever they want. Um, and like they have, you know, I was in a, a discussion a couple of weeks ago online about um, the, that human beings, uh, their, their whole, their very nature is not to be monogamous mm. and uh um and it only became something because it was social construction okay like, you know we you know people eventually was taught that and then i had a a question for them and it stumped them i said so why is it that if monogamous relationships is something that was constructed by man mm -hmm. 
why is it that in remote tribes in like the Amazon or you know in in the the Pacific Sea where they, they have these remote tribes that have almost zero contact with any other human life that there's a patriarchal system with a husband and wife and kids why is that if it was man-made if it was a man-made construct right then why does it exist in even the most remote tribes in the world right so uh so with that being said if you are looking to be a husband and raise a family you are an alpha male period now sometimes bro let's let's be honest you could be married and and wife could you know cut the scrotum out from under you right so but being being married really does uh it has has more evidence that you're looking to be an alpha male than a beta male especially if you're looking to lead your family well right and it takes a lot too to like it's pressure right it's pressure um to be the head of a household to be the man who takes care of his family and whatnot. And you can't be no weak man yeah. and do that. You know, I, like, I've never been married, but I can appreciate men who they're not just married, but they take on the responsibility of being the, the man of the house and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Word. So, Word. Um, you know, and f- for that to be disrespected, you know, yeah, is uh silly to me, yeah. you know. I I get it. If you don't want to get married, cool. Yeah, you know. But then the, the question is that if a married man's a beta male, then what's an alpha man? Is an alpha man that dude that sleeps with women and mm-hmm. have kids with women and duck out on child support, never see the kids again, not there to support the the mother or the child? Like, is that what an alpha male is? Is the alpha male somebody who uh is out there looking to to, to beat up the chest and look like a tough guy? Or is the alpha male the one who is going to take care of his tribe, protect his tribe, you know, look out for and provide for his tribe, his his pack, you know? Let's uh, talk about it. No, I agree. I agree, man. Like, I think we have to redefine what manhood is. Facts. And we got to redefine what this whole alpha male is. Like, a lot of times people just put, like, if you, are, if you have a thug persona, that it's automatically like an alpha male. Are there some thugs that are alpha males? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, but just the idea of being a thug doesn't make you an alpha male, you know? And I think, unfortunately, in our community, specifically the black community, we kind of put that up on a high pedestal, you know, the um, that kind of way of living life, you know? Yeah. And it's... Uh, it's, it's really kind of sad, you know, mm-hmm. and and this is how I really feel like when you're a young man and you're in school. Young black man, mm-hmm. like. There's only like a couple of paths to be cool, you know, it's like you could be that athlete. You can be a rapper. Or you can be like that thug type cat, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, and then if you don't fit in those boxes, it's almost like you ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like a lot of young black males, they sit back and they see like, oh, wait, this is what gets me the attention. This is what, you know, is revered. So mm-hmm. that's the path I go down. 
versus, you know, that we need to make having a strong intellect sexy. We need to make having, um, you know, being, um, you know, good, solid citizens sexy, mm -hmm. you know? She well, said that was like, redefine the beta male, you know? Yeah. I think we got to redefine what a beta male and an alpha male is. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, that's the funny thing about the English language, that the English language morphs all the time. Words that meant one thing, like the word retarded was a clinical term, yeah. right? That was used to talk about people, you know, uh, with, uh, slow mental health. Well, it became a, a a dirty word. So, you know, it became a word to make fun of people. Yeah. So we stopped using that word, you know? And uh, I mean, most of us stopped using it. You know, it's not it's not cool anymore to use that word. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. you know, so the human language or the English language specifically morphs. You know, and yeah. things that was okay at one point is not, you know. Yeah. So, you know, um, the whole beta alpha male, why can't we change it? Since we got rid of the word retarded, yeah, right? Yep. Can we do that with the beta male alpha male redefine what, what it is? You know, um, it says we let terms define our behavior without checking the origin of the term. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Hey, and Carlos, uh, if you can hop in, bro. Um, uh, but um, yeah, yeah it's, it's really interesting. It's kind of sad, though. Like, I really I used to be a part of like mentorship programs with young people, like through sports I did um, and through other things. And I really haven't in the last several years. And that's something I feel like, especially, you know, if we get to a point where we can you know, don't have to social distance as much. Yeah. Um, I would like to get back into that because it's so important, man. Like, I'm, I think I'm a good, I think I turned out to be a good cat, right? For the most part. Yeah. Some people, might, some people might uh, disagree, but I think I'm, I turned out to be a good cat. The way I became a good cat was first, my parents raised me very well, but I had a strong village, man. Like, I had a village, yeah. you know, like, my village was killer. Like, it's like I didn't appreciate it until I got older. And I was like, man, I had a hell of a village. And unfortunately, a lot of us don't have it, you know, coming up, don't have that village, don't even have in the home. So, you know, and we, you know, we just got to make that village strong again, you know, and make it okay to be in a village. Right. Not like, not like, you know, a, a supportive village, not where, you know, uh, we're sitting on, you know, the stoop corners and getting into stupidness. Right. You know, like really, you know, what do we, what do we need to do for one another to see each other come up? Right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, how do you pronounce your first name? How do you, how, you want to take a crack Andre. at it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, uh, is, is the N silent? If you can, uh, I don't want to uh, mess up your name. Um, but she says that she has the village yeah. as well. So um, if you want to put it out phonetically, so I don't want to uh, I don't want to um, say it wrong. But, um, you know, because uh, people I know people be butchering my name all the time. Marisol is in the house. What's up, Marty? Marisol. Marisol. Yes. So um, but yeah, man, we got to, you know, and it really bugs the hell out of me as a brother when we when we don't 
do that. You you go see. You go see. Okay. Okay. Uh, if if I said it, uh, please tell me if I said it right. You go see. Um, but um, you know, we, we gotta we gotta do it. We gotta step up. And and please uh, give me a thumbs up if you like this conversation so far. Uh, give me a thumbs up. Um, uh, in the uh in the chat. So um, well, what if we ask some of the women to define what they feel an alpha male is and what a beta male is? Oh, that'd be great, ladies. Put in, in put in the chat what you. Uh, I want to hear from you how you view alpha males and beta males. For sure, uh, Kedra, Kedra's in the house. Um, yeah, uh, and we will read your comments and post them on the screen. Um, how do you guys feel, um, beta males and alpha males? Um, so now you are father mm-hmm. of three sons three sons, and now a grandfather of a daughter, right? Granddaughter. Grandson. Grandson. Okay, my bad. Granddaughter. So there's a lot of male energy in your family, man. Yeah, yeah. A lot, man. You know, it's like somebody's going to have to have a girl just to balance it out. You know, sometimes it only takes one girl to be added in the mix to to, to balance it out. You know, Yeah, because she could be that that alpha female. (laughs) Right. What's up, Anthony? You know, so Yo. so somebody gotta add a girl to the mix. But um, so but one thing I noticed about your your boys, and I don't know them personally, so I only mm-hmm. see them from afar from the videos and stuff. Yeah, they seem like they're good citizens. You know, I'm sure they're not perfect. I know they yeah, make mistakes and whatnot, but yeah, but they core they seem like good citizens. Yeah, you know, and you know you got to give uh, their parents, you and their mom, a lot of credit. You know that you guys um, or me <laughs> and, mom and their mom. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. You know. Yeah. But um, no, man. Like the the to raise three good citizens mm-hmm. is big, man. Like yeah. in this crazy world in New York, with it's all those distractions. Well, my twelve year old son is thirteen, so I still have to work on him to make sure that he can get out of high school as a good citizen. And he's hey, he seems like he's there, man. Yeah, he is, he is. He seems like he's there, man. And kudos, man, because uh, I, it's hard, you know. Even if you look, the best thing you could do as a parent is give them the tools to be great people, and then yeah. uh, hope and pray that they follow it, yeah. you know. Because look, not every kid that goes astray doesn't mean that their parents were terrible parents. Yeah, true. So true. you know, so they they were great citizens, and they obviously was raised well uh okay so kedra says alpha male has a dominant personality sure of what he wants direct okay um you know uh oh adrian oh man adrian ibarra that's the homie right there from chicago i haven't seen adrian in a minute uh he just came up came up in the spot uh adrian we gotta chop it up bruh uh, sorry, it's like uh, old home week, you know, with uh, with Adrian. We, Adrian used to be a sponsor for one of my podcasts. Okay. So, uh, so me and him, man, we we used to talk all the time. I haven't talked to Adrian in in too long. And when I was in Chicago, I didn't get a chance to see him. So, because uh, he he lives in one of those suburbs, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, where you got to make a trick, <laughs> you know, to get to there. Uh, beta lie, beta male lives their lives based on the values and vision of other people. 
Interesting. They seek validation at every turn. And because they lack self-reliance and a strong sense of personal identity, they fall into patterns of neediness and approval seeking behaviors. That is. So let me ask you a question. Is that the beta? Because usually, so when we look at, we we get the terms from wolves, Mm -hmm. usually from animals and from packs. So we all know that the alpha is the, the, the top dog in the pack. The beta is number two. Um, usually the beta is is usually the physically stronger one. Like this is the one that that everybody underneath the beta falls in line. So like the beta doesn't answer to anybody under him except for the alpha. And, and according to in in the in the definition, as far as pack animals are concerned, you have the alpha and then the beta. So would the beta really be in that specific category? Mm. You know, it's funny. When I started to read this, for yeah. some reason, I thought it was going to say beta lives, beta male lives matter. <laughs> when I just <laughs> heard a lot. They do, though. Yeah. No, yeah. They do. They, they matter, too. <laughs> yeah. But that's dope. I like. I, I appreciate that you wrote that. That's a, yeah, that's man. A, Thank you, Kedra. Uh, thanks, Kedra. Um, are you, are women, okay, I've talked about this before. There's two kind of guys, right? That uh, I mean, there's a lot of kind of guys, but mainly there's two big categories. There's the women that I mean, sorry. There's the men that women. Um, the guy that makes sense, right? This guy. What's up, Ryan? Uh, you can hop in, Ryan. Yeah, there's the guy that makes sense, right? Yeah. There's the guy that. Um, you know, he's, he, you know that he's if he says he's going to pick you up at eight, he's going to be there at 740. Um, you know, he's the guy that it, when he comes home from work, like he, you know, he works by 30 minutes from the house. He's going to be at home at 530 and he's going to apologize. If this is 540. Right. That, you know, that guy that you can set your clock to. But then there's the other guy. And I, I refer to him as the drummer and that. That's from a, a old show we did. The drummer guy. That's the guy that he's a wild card. You don't know what he might do. You know, he's supposed to pick you up at eight. This mug might come in at nine, you know, with some BS excuse, right? <laughs> you know, and then you got that guy who uh, you know, the uh the that guy that's like women are a lot of times are real passionate about because he's exciting and all of that stuff. So I feel like a lot of times women or society, let's just be honest, society will put that, that uh, <laughs> put that guy who is the exciting guy, the drummer guy as a, he's a ba- I mean, he's an alpha male, right? The guy that, yeah, he's kind of a jerk. He, you know, you can't set your clock to him because he's always throwing you a, a monkey wrench or a curveball. And then they make that guy who you can count on that you could set your clock to as a beta male. And I, I think that's unfair. I, I mean, I think that's kind of agreed. Yeah, it's like, and and you know what I'm talking about. They do make that guy into he's a beta male, the, the guy that you can trust, the guy, you know, the guy that he might be a little corny. You know, maybe he ain't as funny as the drummer guy. The drummer guy is hilarious, right? Yeah. You know, so 
are we looking at that guy wrong? The guy that you can count on, you know, it, he's going to never miss your birthday. He's never going to be like, he's never going to be like, uh, you know, <laughs> he's never going to miss your birthday. He's going to remember every anniversary. He's going to come home with flowers. You know, is that guy a beta male? Are you a beta male because you're that guy? I'm gonna let them answer. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. please, ladies, tell me. That's the man you need to marry. That's right. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Tiffany Hall's in the house. Oh my God. Jerry Newsom's in the house. Jerry. Jerry is a personal friend of mine. He used to be my neighbor for many years, but I've known him my whole life. And he just came up in here. So what's up, Jerry? Uh, and Tiffany, who was on the show last night. So, but, uh, okay, he says, alpha and beta is superficial. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, what do you mean by that? Hop in, uh, Ryan. But, uh, yeah, like. I think, does he have yeah. the link for the, the stream? Yeah, it's in the, um, I posted it in the, uh, in the um, chat. So it's a pinned post, but I'll, I'll put it back in there. Um I think he's a consistent man and I appreciate consistency. So ladies, let me be honest. Do y'all really appreciate consistency? Not you D because I believe it. You said you do. Do you guys really appreciate it? Or do you want a guy that kind of, you know, keeps you on your toes? Like you don't quite know what he's doing. Is that, is that exciting to y'all? Be honest. Be real honest, you know, because it just, I don't know. Is like, is he boring? It, does that make you boring being that super consistent guy that you know what he's going to do? You know, if he goes to Jamaica with his friends, he ain't cheating. <laughs> you know, that other guy, you don't know. You don't know what he's doing in Jamaica. You like, you know. <laughs> But you know, you know, uh, consistent guy. If he's going to Jamaica for from work, he's going there for work. You know. Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess you guys would appreciate a guy who's not cheating on you. You know. But let's see. Yes, yes. That's where a woman really. Uh, 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 I mean, I, I, where I, a woman really uh, wants deep down inside, but she has to be a, mature enough to know that's the better man. Interesting. Consistency is the best. Can't trust a man. Uh, I'm unable to figure out. And then I want to feel safe. So I can appreciate consistency, but someone can be consistent, but spontaneous. That's my preference. Can you, can you be both consistent and spontaneous? Yeah. You can mm -hmm. be consistently spontaneous. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Ryan, what do you like? Um, like, you know, like I said, that guy that, you know, um, you know, yeah, thing. like, like Ryan, you seem like that guy that if you, if you said you're going to pick a girl up at eight, you're going to probably be there at seven forty. Is that you? Yeah. Sometimes. Right. So when you know what somebody is going to do or you alpha feel like it, <laughs> <alpha dog. laughs> yeah. a joke. Cause I don't, I really don't believe in, I, I don't, I think that's a mental, uh, construct. But mm -hmm. the um, 
you know, I think consistency is important, um, especially when I, I think if we get metaphysical, like I think consistency, there's a rhythm. And mm -hmm. I think that there's rhythm in everything. You mm -hmm. know, God is a rhythm. Um, how he makes and how God governs the, the universe. Everything is based on a rhythm and a vibration and vibrations are consistent. There's expected outcomes when you can't, you can't expect when someone's going to do something, you can't predict what they're going to do, you know, really mm. makes it hard for you to imagine them in your, in your life. Mm. You know, you can't build anything with them because they're the ones in control and I think that, you know, the alpha concept is based off of patriarchy uh, concepts. And, you know, in our societies, in the indigenous people's society, you know, the alpha did not exist in that way. Women had, women didn't even hold the, the last names of their partners. That's a European concept because, you know, in the 11, 1100s, you had a man and a woman they could not in England. They could not. Um, uh, the woman could not buy property. She could not like the the unit was one considered one mm -hmm. under that you know institution, and a woman lost her last name and became you know the man's property. So um, you know on that on that concept alone, that's what creates the alpha male. Because you are person that is providing for someone that is your property. So I don't subscribe to that. And that's how, you know, when you look at the pimp game and you look at how, how, if you read those, a lot of these books, uh, like I think, uh, Tash or what's his, his, his name? Um, Tariq Najee? Tariq. You know, he wrote, you know, I read his book, you I know, and. Yeah, he had, um, you know, it's like pretty much the Mac. You know, he he pretty much had a systematic way of dealing with women, and you dealt them. You dealt. He he had just like slavery. He had human classifications for each woman and how they would respond. He knew their outcomes. He knew, you know, and then he had a strategy plan on how to engage them so that he could have control over them. And we use this game. And that's called alpha because, you know, we are the one that set the stage. And I don't believe in that social construct. I feel it's really demeaning. And I feel like, you know, relationships ebb and flow. And alpha really exists in animals in certain species like dogs. You know, dogs you require an alpha, you know, because you need that one leader that can defend the pack. You need that one leader that can tell the dogs where to go. But if you ever watch dogs... Dogs shift their alpha. Mm -hmm. Some dogs who are stronger in certain areas will come up in the front and they will they will lead their pack. So we have to get out of that, you know, European, you know, property mindset and actually start you, looking at things differently. Is, is there a is 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 there a, a difference between that alpha that you're speaking of and the patriarchal system established for family? Did you say um can you ask that that question one more time? So, is there a difference between alpha being an alpha in the family, and and a, a patriarchal family system? I don't I don't think that there's a difference. I think that you know being a provider um, is so con contrary to who we are as ind individuals. I, I think that you know because 
when they're talking about, when you even look back in history, they had hunters and gatherers, hunters and gatherers. Some were going out there hunting. The women were gathering and they were all working together as a collective unit to feed the family and to provide for the family. And if you look back at some of the African tribes, women are chopping down trees, not Africa, go to Australia, Australia, the women are out there, you know, busting, you know, busting some energy, chopping trees and providing for their families and the indigenous women of, of Australia. So, you know, we are where, so where were the men at that. Where were the men? During I don't know what the men were doing because I think that there are, um, I don't, I didn't study the whole, I didn't study the whole tribe and what they were doing. I just saw a video of some of the women out there doing some of the work. So, I mean, every person in, in these tribes had specific roles, um, but you know, they protected each other. It was a community in this society. We are confound can confined by our, our co social construct. And then you have to have a leader or someone in control, um, to, to, to keep things together. And I, I personally don't believe in that concept. The beta male, the beta male who doesn't, who just lets a woman walk all over him. Is that considered a beta male or a guy that just, you know, would, would rather. Yeah. I mentioned that before. Like uh, the, the thing is a bait in, 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 impact, impact culture and animals. You, nobody still, nobody runs over the beta. And that's the thing. That's what I was saying. Mm -hmm. the beta is number two. So for you to get to the alpha, you have to get through the beta. And usually the beta is not going to let you through. Mm -hmm. you know? So for you to get, to be an alpha, you need to go through the beta. You know, like the beta doesn't answer to anyone but the alpha. Everybody underneath the beta, in that, in that, I guess contract that you was mentioning, you know, they, they, they don't run over the beta. Like there's nobody running over the beta. You know, and not even the alpha. The alpha, you know, orders the beta, but no, they don't really run over the beta. Like the beta is a very strong character in pack culture. Mm -hmm. Let me ask this question. What do look, of course you can't give, there's a lot of different women who have different wants, but we're saying the vast majority, what do women want? Do they want a guy who is a quote unquote alpha who, you know, the way that it's been described in, in the chat room, you know, right. Right. Real quick. I'm sorry. I can't say Ryan. When you look at Kente, don't you expect like a deep baritone, like Barry white, you know, <laughs> Become, like right now with the shades on and the mute, the lights in the background. <laughs> like, don't you <laughs> Yeah, you know, he, he was ready for this conversation tonight. He's like, man, I put my alpha yeah. shades on. You know, yeah. it's, it's funny. <laughs> the reason why I'm wearing the shades, I said it earlier, is uh, I have a back issue. So, um, uh, wait, does CMOS help with back issues? <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, um, well, actually, no, herbs will help you with your back issues and CMOS a little bit too. But, but uh, I don't want it, I don't want to look like a beta male wincing in pain. So, uh, <laughs> so every two seconds when I get a little, you know. So, uh, but yeah, um, but no. Uh, so like, yeah, that's funny. Um, so. Okay, so what do what do y'all what do women want though? Like, do y'all want the quote unquote alpha males that you know has been described? And like, what kind of male is most going to be successful when it comes to the art of of uh, attracting women? 
Thank you. Uh, can, can, <laughs> that question for uh, for anybody like, uh, um, you know, like, OK, what do you think? Uh, what do you think is the thing when women like you that they're attracted to you for Ryan? We'll start with you. Uh, it's confidence. You know what I'm starting to learn? I think the Black Lives Matter movement taught me a lot about women and um, especially black women, because like I had so many of our sisters ready to just fight. And they were just like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go out there and march. You coming? And here I am like, um, I don't know if I'm going to come because I have work. Blah, 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 da, 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 blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to work it all out. And women were just like, they're right. Like, I feel like women are in the, in the zone. You know, they, they're confident and they're, they're the vibration between their thought and what they believe is like so close together. You know what I mean? It's not sp spread out apart. I think men tend to have, uh, we tend to be more calculated and we're trying to figure everything out. And women are just, they just know. And I think that women want a man that has confidence, that just thinks in the moment, just like in the moment and makes a decision. You know what I mean? And, you know, and, and, and then obviously I think for partnership, it doesn't matter with it's man or woman. I think consistency matters, right? But I think it's the, the confidence and the honesty because you could be a player or someone, because I was just talking to someone on, you know, we were just having a conversation about being introverts um, and dating. And she was like, you know what? Like some, some people have bigger pictures in their life and they need multiple uh, relationships because they, you know, they serve a bigger purpose in their life. Right. And I, I dig that some, not every, everybody, some people have boundaries, mind you, and some people don't want, want to be the only one in the person's lives, but for the very idea that, you know what, you know, you're honest about the fact that you want to have multiple relationships or you want to be an open relationship. I think a lot of dudes play that alpha game. You know, they play a game. It's a game, right? It's a pimp game. Because they leave out information, they say everything that the woman wants to hear, and then they get what they want, and then leave the woman stranded. And I don't believe in that. I've always been in, you know, if I said to a woman I wanted to be in an open relationship, I said it. I was just honest. You know what I said? If I wanted to, you know, if I if I had financial problems or I was just going through stuff, I just say it. Because there's, for me, I don't care what you think about me, you know? And, and obviously humor too, because I'm not a woman. I can't speak for them. But for me, what has worked for me is that I just, I'm honest. You know, if things are not going right or I'm still talking to an ex or whatever, I just say it. I'm just honest. And if you don't want to deal with me, you don't want to deal with me. And it's so odd that, you know, women will still deal with me because they know where I'm at. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. What about you, Dre? What is, what's the thing that you feel like when women are attracted to you that they like the most? Uh, it's 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 this the, the, what they're attracted to is the one thing that they wind up wanting to go elsewhere for, and that's I guess my the the fact that I am as dedicated to my kids as I am. So you know, it makes me look like, um, and yeah, I, I'll say it, it makes me look like that. You know, okay, that's the guy I want to end up with. He's he's a good father. He's present. He has custody of his kids. You know, he'll probably take care of me and my kids also if I have kids. Um, mm. But then also, you know, when it's time to, to, to do certain things, I'm calculated. 
I can't just go out and, you know, put down $400 on a night because I got bills to pay and a roof to keep over my kids' heads and um, clothes to make sure that they have and sneakers and stuff like that. So, um, so it's, it's, for me, it's a two edged sword. They appreciate and like and are attracted to that part of me. But when I have to get down to my, my dad mode and say, no, I can't do that right now because my funds need to go to more important places right now, they feel like they aren't as important and they want to leave. So it's sort of like a two edged sword for me. Interesting. Uh, but uh, yeah. I always take them on a Chipotle date. Yeah. Chipotle, we're going for a walk. Going to ice cream, okay. That's that's day one. Oh, day one and ice cream. <laughs> you got to graduate to Chipotle. Oh wow! Then, then, then if, if you play your cards right, we may go to Olive Garden. <laughs> and then, oh, wow! And, then, oh, and if you keep it out, all right, we may go to, 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 to a nice fancy steakhouse. There's levels to this. There's levels to this. Okay. Oh wow! I guess I'm doing uh, doing it wrong. I've been taking a Chipotle pretty early, so. <laughs> With your sunglasses oh, on, it. <laughs> right, man. I'm taking. A- and you know what? Chipotle is not one of those places you want to take a date. I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, some women believe that that you can't eat all your food up on the first date. Mm. Right? So they'll you go to Chipotle and they'll get this like the big burrito, mm-hmm. and then not eat half of it, and then you just wasted your money. Cause they don't want to look like a greedy guy. Gotta be smart. We got it, and I, I think like a dad. Like I'm trying to make sure that I'm not wasting my money frivolously. I'm writing you know, this down. I'm right. writing this down, Drake. Right. <laughs> He's got it broken down into a science. Yeah. What's up, uh, Javier yes. and Dolores? Just came in. in. Uh, and Javier, hop in if you uh, if you feel inclined. Um, okay, so that's interesting, though. Um, I feel confidence is everything, man. Yeah. It, it, like you want to always portray confidence, even if you ain't really that confident. You know, like uh, you, you definitely don't want to come off like you're not. You know, so um, there's times where I've been really. Uh, wait, what she said? I guess I do it all wrong because I'm. No. She go eat that burrito. <laughs> you know what though? If if she eats everything on the first date, she's most likely a keeper because she's not about trying to 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 put a mask on on day one. Do you know like, if she's going to eat all her food? <laughs> probably somebody you want to keep around for a long time. Do you oh. know that you know there's it's a quite common nowadays that women will just date you for a free meal, and it's yes. been very a very consistent. Um, it's 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 like a trend now on Tinder. Like women will, you know, just yeah. so they can get a meal, they'll go and they'll go on a date for the first date. So that's mm-hmm. why, like, I'm like coffee, sure, yeah. walk, sure, mm. but you know, you want to see, you know, where they're where they're inclined to go because you know some are just looking for a free meal. Then they have no interest in you. They just know how to pimp the game. Yeah, yeah. I think that's and and that's that. You're very right. Very true. And there's some women. I told I was told one time that um she like when you know I wanted to go for a walk the first time we got together and just you know just get to know each other. She said we're not going to go anywhere nice to eat. I said well no not yet. She said well I'm worthy of it. I feel like I deserve it. I said you might. I just don't know that yet. And and when we get there, you know like you got to let me see that in you. Let me see that worth in you. Like I respect you off the rip. 
as a as a woman. I give you that respect and I will honor you. But don't think that me spending, you know, uh, $300 on the first night of meeting you is okay. honoring you. Because if you expect that, you're not honoring me. Right. No, so I mean, let's, let's get to know each other first. And let's get there. And Ryan, I agree. Like the, my, my big thing is this. And I think I mentioned this to you before, Kenta. You probably heard me say this. Mm -hmm. I am not trying to give my wife something that I've given other women. Mm. When, I, when I remarry, right. all right, and when we go to nice expensive places, mm -hmm. my wife is going to know that she is the only one that received this kind of treatment from her husband and be confident in that. I don't ever want to go somewhere. And my wife is thinking in the back of her head. I wonder if he did this for somebody else, mm. you know, now don't get me wrong. Like I believe in having um, nice, amazing experiences and, you know, definitely coming out of my pocket when the, the time is, is right. But the treatment that my wife is going to get is going to be exclusive to her when we get married, you know, and nobody else is going to have that. And I, I, I say that from the very beginning. So, so there is no um, surprises. If, if I pick you up and we go um, to a, a nice spot and, you know, just know that the reason why you're getting that is because I'm seeing something in you and I want this to go to another level. You so know I, what? Because I, I have to speak for those of us who do not represent the type of women you're talking about. <laughs> because we need to set the record straight and show that we're not all like that. Because Kinti knows this. I've talked to him about this. I always suggest coffee first. I don't believe in spending all that yes, time. Yes, Natasha. Yeah. I can get to know people. I actually, from I was very young, said my dream date would cost no money. Take me for a walk, have a picnic in the park. I'm all about that kind of stuff. Not there all of the women are trying to get a free meal because confident women and real women can pay for our own damn meals. Okay. So let me set the record straight that we are oh. not all out there trying to get a free meal. I don't need a man yeah. to buy me a meal. Yeah. I want a man to do something for me that I can't do for myself. I can feed myself. And anybody could see, you can't see all of me, but if you saw my size, you know I eat well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just need to point it out that we are not all right. like that. I'm sure there are women like that, but I, the majority <laughs> of the women I know, because I know some real sisters, we ain't like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah, but that, we're, I don't think it's a general comment on all women. I think it. Oh, I, know. I just need yeah. to defend those of us who are not like that. I didn't think you guys were saying women yeah. were like that 100%. I didn't take it like that at all. Yeah. Right? I just felt the need to um, to pipe up and say something about that. Yes, Maya. Because this is what happened. My perspective is I'm seeing, I see a lot of high maintenance what's that word on ratchet women they get dates all the time and those of us who can stand on our own or have opinions much harder to get played right because yeah. hmm. men would rather buy a meal but deal with fluff but, 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 here's, but here's the thing though when we're talking about that alpha male if if they're willing to 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 have that bravado and then put money out like that and then not for for a woman who expects that like you know that that's their pattern Right, where they want guys to keep buying them free meals, and then they have a woman like yourself, Natasha, and they can't handle you. They've proven not That's to be not that alpha, alpha male. They, they're not an alpha male if they cannot um, uh, appreciate. Because I don't want to say like deal with or handle, appreciate a woman of your caliber. They're not an alpha male. So, uh, so you know what? That makes me think. I'm gonna do some thinking about this. These men that are out there buying free meals for women that expect it are really like sub-level um 
pack animals. <laughs> like, yeah, but they're you're right because it's it's manipulative, right? Because yeah. you know the same thing with dogs, right? You do that with dogs. You give them treats to <laughs> you know to. <laughs> no, you know what? Treat, I think it's reverse, good behavior, it? and these guys are throwing out money, like you know, because they want to buy. And there's so many women that I know, and women that have been on my show, Monica included. Like you know, these guys are hitting her up in her DMs, want to do this, want to do that, and they're just flexing, right? They have no game, and therefore, it's like no women are not. First and foremost, if you really care about your time, you want to, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, you want to get a good assessment of the person because. I value my time. I don't want to be spending the only little time that I have being an entrepreneur with someone that is going to ruin my night. Right. So you want to take an assessment of someone, you know, and get to know them and, and, you know, have a good chemistry with them before you, you, you take them out on a date and and whatnot. But I think for other dudes, I think, you know, they play this as a game, right? But it depends what your goal is. If your goal is to get to know someone and make a real connection, you're going to approach it that way. If your goal is to find somebody to help you get off so you don't have to do it on your own, you have a totally different approach. And some people are willing to buy a meal to help get them to that end. You know what? But see, this is what I do is my, my attitude about dating is I, and I said, I think I said this last night is I like to do what I like to do for, for, for fun. So either way I'm doing what I want to do. So if it's go to a light, nice restaurant, I wanted to go to that nice restaurant anyway. So, and it's nothing wrong with having a, a woman as, you know, uh, accompanying you. I ain't about to drop three, four hundred dollars, but uh, we're not doing that. But, um, you know what I'm saying? But we can have a nice meal at a nice restaurant and not spend, you know, a million dollars. But um, so what I do is I always feel like so I never feel like I'm being played or anything because I only did what I wanted to do anyway. Right. So. You know, it is what it is. So, you know, so I, I, I don't feel like she's taking advantage of me, taking her to uh, Chipotle. Because <laughs> I love Chipotle. So, uh, you know, so, hey, man. I'm to pick up this Chipotle place the, the next time I cross the border because you always talk about it. I, do, I love me some Chipotle, man. Chipotle's nice, man. I made my own Chipotle. Oh, you know that, right? Yeah, I, I, I made my own. I put it on Instagram and Facebook, y'all. But, uh, I, uh, but anyway. I'm gonna uh, I'm start doing copycat recipes, y'all. So uh, anyway, but um, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, you're a fool if you dropping major dough to try to get some girl's attention or something like that. It it shouldn't be that hard. And what does dropping all that money have to do with getting to know somebody as as a woman? I don't need a man to validate my worth because I already have. I know my worth on my own. And I don't need lots of money flagrantly spent to have that proven. I think I can figure out more from a dialogue if he understands who I am and what my worth is rather than him throwing away a few bucks. Because if he borrows money to prove to me or does whatever and spends all kind of money to prove to me my worth, if he doesn't have the ability to sustain it, does that mean he values me less? Yeah, right. That's not, to me, that's not a decent way to measure worth. And I think that, women we've got to be cautious about getting caught up in that dialogue i don't i also think that i don't necessarily want a guy who thinks that we're going to have drive-through meals every time either i would like to know if he's going to take me to a meal he wants to take me to a nice meal but it doesn't always have to be that way the reason i would insist on a restaurant first is because i ain't bringing you to my house and i ain't going to your house right away because we don't need to be that familiar that too early 
but at a time where, you know, like, so I would rather do have the date in public, but I don't think you need to spend big money to prove worth. I think there's lots of other ways we can show people that we value who they are and we know their worth. I agree. Sasha, where's your family from? Pardon? Where's your family from? My mom's Jamaican. My dad's from St. Kitts. Okay. You, you, I was you, getting an island vibe from you. That's why I asked. Yes, yes, yes. I was I was born in Canada, so I typically just say I'm West Indian or Caribbean because given gotcha. my parents are from different islands, it's a bit of a mouthful to say I'm a Jamaican-Canadian condition. And so I don't bother to say all of that. I just gotcha. say I'm Caribbean. You know, yeah. that's interesting, too, with you, just as a side note, is I just think of you as Jamaican-Canadian. Uh, no, but my dad's condition. Right, but you never talk about that aspect of your... That's because my dad's a, the quieter personality, so my mom with the bigger personality. That's what I identify more with because I grew up with more influence of the Jamaican side of me. But, like, my dad's family is very large, and so I spend a lot of time with my Ketitian family. We're all over the globe. Um, and it's, you know, for, for Caribbean people, they know there's always this big island versus small island debate. St. Kitts is so small, it doesn't even always make it on every world map. So I can't get into the big island, small island debate because we so small, we don't even reach on every world map. So, mm. <laughs> but um, I'm more aware of my Jamaican side, but I, above that, identify as West Indian because yeah. there's values that we hold as Caribbean people, regardless of what island we're from, that stand true, I think, across the Caribbean. Oh, sorry. You mentioned that your father was the quieter personality and your mom was the 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 loud like the, the more brighter personality. Did that um affect how your father operated in the family as far as like an alpha? Oh, there was no attempt at being an alpha. My mom my mom thought she was alpha. Oh. And I remember having a conversation with her um where we talked about the head of the household and she goes well if you're she goes your father's the head of the household but i'm the head too and i said anything with two heads is a monster so you got to pick one yeah. and leave it alone yeah <laughs> that i love that that is <laughs> yeah that is true man. anything with two heads two heads is a monster uh well, it's, two it's people's lives matter it's quite common in the caribbean community for the woman to be the head of the household yeah very much so you know I, at my grandma and, and my mom my parents have works for them right like they they have they've been married for 46 years and they're the best of friends so you know sometimes i think they need timeouts from each other but i don't know what wife and husband don't yeah sometimes um, but they, what they have works for them. So I can't tell them how they should run their marriage. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. Um, so the, the reason why we were doing this topic, it was, it was, uh, requested by, uh, by Natasha. And, uh, I just was wondering, um, uh, we kind of, I was on your show, your program, and yeah. you did, uh, kind of bring that up, the alpha male thing. You brought it up. Was it me? It was you. Okay, I don't remember that. We were talking about being black and male in North America, and part of what you'd raised was the whole concept of the alpha male. Okay. And then that conversation kind of snowballed in, in the in the bigger conversation. Okay, my bad. That's uh, okay. I brought it up. Yeah, because uh, truthfully, I have trouble. I don't feel like I can really define what I think is alpha or beta male. 
And I like when when you were saying earlier, what does a woman want? I want somebody who's consistent, but I think you can be consistent and spontaneous. And I know for me, because I'm my mama's child, I got a big, bold personality. I need somebody who's not intimidated by that and who can yeah. celebrate it because I have many talents and I need somebody who can recognize that and not feel less than because I have no desire to make any man feel less than, but I have to walk in the gifts that God gave me. So if he can't celebrate that, he's not the right man for me. Preach. Go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Preach. All right. So uh, welcome to the chat room. Carrie. Is that how you pronounce your name? Carrie. 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 All right. Um, Okay, so that's interesting, though. I mean, this is a great conversation, uh, one that needs to be had. Um, I feel like we we made some ground on the conversation that we solved everything, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank. I don't think you can solve anything in one conversation. Yeah. <laughs> conversation. Yeah. I don't know, like, you know, the whole, I think it's a mental construct because now that Natasha's here, you know, and her talking about her family and stuff like that, it's like, now I think about it. That's probably why I look at it the way I do, because all the people, the leaders that I look up to are all women in my family because I was raised by women, all of them, you know, dad wasn't around and, you know, and, and, you know, and when my mom did date and have boyfriends and stuff like that, they were happy to be, you know, like my mom is a leader. She delegates everything to everyone. She's a management. So, you know, she'll delegate you to go and turn, change the channel when she's sleeping and you're doing something downstairs. She'd be like, Ryan, you come upstairs. <laughs> happy to remote. Okay. And then I'm changing the channel for my mom. You know, my mom delegates everything, but you know, the thing is, is that, you know, I've always had respect for my mom and it didn't make me lesser of a man, you know, to let women lead, you know, I'm smart. I think that, you know, I, I, I'm, I go with the flow. I'm not someone that will want to take control where I don't need to. And it also comes from my martial arts background as well. You know, you just, you're humble and you just, you know where to apply, you know, where you need to be assertive and, 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 and take leadership and you know, when to step back, you know, and I, I, I rolled that way because it not, I, we like in martial arts to say, you have to approach, sometimes you got to approach things with an empty cup. Empty cup meaning like if you if you got a full cup, you know, eventually that, that cup is going to overflow, right? And sometimes you just want to learn from somebody. Sometimes someone's giving you something that you just need to stand back. And sometimes I like to stand back and I like to watch, but that's just my character. And maybe that is environment. Maybe it was nurtured. Maybe that's how I was raised. But I, you know, I don't like to always take control. Really? I love taking control. I do both. I can, you know. I think um, it's important to be able to do both because there's going to be situations where you shouldn't be in control and there's going to be situations where it's maybe better that you're the one directing the ship. But I think if you do not have the ability to be led, there's going to be an issue. Or if you expect to always be leading and not and, and not in the opposite, that's going to create an issue too. So I think there has to be room for both. I, I look, I prefer to be with my hand on the tiller. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel yeah, like I always say this. <laughs> I always say this, like this is what my father said. If you're going to be on the Titanic, 
be the captain that drives it into the to the um iceberg. <laughs> Don't be one of the passengers. <laughs> be that guy that you know what, at least when you're dying, you can say, I did this. How big of a fool you feel like you were following somebody that rammed it into it? So I'm just saying, I prefer I, I prefer to, to have my hand on the um the steering wheel. You know, I never get in a car with you, by the way, Kente, because you're talking about happily. <laughs> or, or I, I don't think I'm ever going to fly a plane again. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if I gotta be, if I gotta be uh, on, um, I'm gonna get on a plane with my with my um, uh, carry on, put it in the 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 overhead compartment, knock on the cap, the pilot's door, and say, "Listen, I got this." <laughs> I'm gonna take over from here. I, I'm I'm just saying, like I prefer to be the one with the hand, and I feel better. Yeah, you know, like I'm one of those cats. I mean, I've tried to sit back. There's been a lot of times where I've tried to sit back and just let you know, you know, you're in a group, right? And they're it's like an event or something, and they're like, we need somebody to step up to the plate to to quarterback this. And I've been I've I've tried to be like, okay, I'm gonna just sit back and let. You know, let everybody do their thing. And then I'm sitting back. Nobody's putting their hand up. So I'm one of those people that I just, I guess is something inside of me where yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. You know, and then everybody, then everybody goes, oh, you always want to be in charge. I'm like, look, I I let y'all yeah. take a shot at the crown. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wanted to take the crown. So I had to take it. It is what it is. I can relate to that because I'm the type of person when they're like, okay, who's going to be the leader for this group? I get a lot of people looking at me and sometimes I'm like, I just don't want to, but I think my natural leadership skills shine through. So I can, I can relate to that. I'm just not necessarily always wanting to be in that position. I love being a quarterback. I love it, man. Even though when I played football, I was on the offensive line and, uh, and uh, defensive line, but I love being the quarterback Quarterback's fun, man. Quarterback, you step back. Your lineman is in front of you. You sitting back, looking to see who you gonna gonna hit. You call the huddle. Man, that's good. Sorry about that. I just had a moment right there. I love being a quarterback, man. Quarterback's fun. Yeah. Quarterback is fun, man. I like being in charge. Yeah. I do, man. I just have a. Maybe I'm uh what's the word? Maurice is up in the house. Uh what is that? What I'm a control freak? Is that what it is? I'm a control super freak. Sounds like it. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Uh, a little bit. Uh, you're you reliable. Know? That's what that is. You're reliable. Yeah. I mean, and I, f- I always feel like it's gonna if I'm I always feel like if I'm in charge, it's gonna come through. Like I hate like relying on other people unless I have confidence in what they can do. Now, I'll give you an example, right? I know what you guys' skills have, have, right? So I know if I go to Ryan and I ask him to do the like the graphics, right? He's gonna come through. Right? I, I already know it. I don't have to look over his shoulder and be like, no, no, move the move the cursor this way. You know what I'm saying? Like I know. So in that regard, I love having talented people around me who knows what they're doing. And I'm not like a micromanager. I'm not that. Like, I love to just have talented people and say, go, do your thing. So that's one thing where I say I'm different is I'm not a micromanager. But are you a like, you know, are you a spouse? Are you a partner? Are you a manager? 
you know, are you a, you know, are you a boss in your you home? Because I, I think when it comes to relationships, there's no, like, yes, there's goals, there's relationship goals, buying a house and, and whatnot, but there are a lot of, there's a realm where you just don't know. Right. And leadership is being sometimes lead good example of leadership is sometimes stepping back and letting someone that is more capable in the situation to be able to step up and do what they got to do. Cause I was a manager. I used to manage, you know, a lot of people. Um, and there are just people that were more experienced than I was in a lot of areas. And I always surrounded myself. And even to till this day, I have my mentors. I surround myself with a lot of smarter people. Um, and I'm okay with taking a step back if someone is more capable. And sometimes in certain areas, like let's say decorating the house, you know, if, you know, Lovely. if my partner wants to take control and, and wants to lead in that because she has a vision or maybe she wants to talk about finance, maybe she had, you know, she knows more about investing, having her input, if she has more experience, then, you know, let her take lead. I think some guys, I was watching this dude on, um, like he was this young guy and he had this cocky look on his face and he's talking and he's just like 21 22 talking whatever he was he was saying but it's like some guys just think they have to assume this role of leadership and it's 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 like a hyper masculine um uh hyper masculine vibe to it and it it really comes off wrong it, it you know because some people are just not experienced you know sometimes you just you you know like you 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 can't be a leader in in a lot of situations. And then also I went to therapy last year when I was in a relationship and therapy don't work that way. <laughs> therapy is someone's in the middle. You got two people, both have different sides of the story and you have to just respect their side of the story. And I think us men have been bred to just believe that our rule is, is correct. And it's right when sometimes it's not. You know, and I don't want like personally, I am not the one to be on a I don't ever want to be on a ship driving and having it uh burn to the ground or not or to Wait sink. Let me clarify. I <laughs> I wanna get to the I want to get back to the other court alive. I'm just saying if it is gonna go in the iceberg, fuck it, I'll drive the ship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's all I, but I don't want a crashing ship. You know what I, I mean? And I think, either, but I think crash, a crashing ship is because someone wasn't listening to someone somewhere along the line. And I think that it really matters that you know and you have a good collective of the people because sometimes because you're talking about well, you know, I'm a graphic designer, but your woman, she may be working at. Chipotle. <laughs> no, she, no, no. That's not. You know, what was that about? She says she's a graphic designer, but she's a woman. What exactly did that mean? Oh no, sorry. Let me rephrase. Like, she, you know, she may not be like you said. I'm a graph. Like Kente's like, well, you're a graphic designer, but I'm like, what if she works at Chipotle? Like, what if she doesn't? She hasn't doesn't have the necessary skills for you to be able to know and trust in what you have to in a relationship. You have to trust. Okay, I'm glad you said that because my wife is going to have them skills because I'm not going to marry a woman without them skills. So <laughs> it's not even, if I don't see the skills, it ain't happening, Captain. So that's one. Two is, I do believe we all got to play our parts. 
So me as the husband, I'm playing my part, right? Quarterback. She playing her part, right? So, you know, whatever my part is, I'm going to play it to 100%. And the per- the woman I'm marrying, she's going to play her part as well. And together, we're going to form like Voltron. So uh, we're going to have – that's how you build an empire with your woman. You build an empire by – you combining her skills, your skills together, and you make an empire. And that's what I want. I'm in empire building. You know, I don't want just a woman. Right? I don't want just a, any kind of woman. Queen. I want a mother and queen. Can I ask you a question, though, Kenti? Sure. Not that um, this is a counter narrative. anything right now, because yeah. I'm, I'm a little faded. Yeah, it's all good. Uh <laughs> When it comes now, if you got into a car accident and you no longer are the the, the sole provider, mm-hmm. you know you're in the bed, and now you, you know your wife has to step up and she has mm-hmm. to take lead. Okay. You know what's that going to do to your confidence? Because obviously your confidence is derived from being in a place of control and being able to lead the family. But what mm-hmm. if you're put in situations where you no longer can lead? That eats up a man's ego because there's a lot of men that get violent and abusive mm-hmm. towards women when they no longer feel like they have control. You know, a woman makes more money than he does or whatever. Um, and, you know, guys will then be passive aggressive and go out and cheat because they want to feel <laughs> like they're in control again. So like, I'm you be put- in my bed, but I'm cheating. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, I mean, like, I'm just giving a scenario. <laughs> Man, I'm being an asshole, boy. I can't even move. I you're the real. No, but I mean, like, you're. I, I but I changed. It. I what I said is like you're right. in a situation where you lose control. Like, you could be in the bed and you know be disrespectful or whatever, or you could be just you lost your job or something happened where you no longer have that. There's that dynamic that's not exist. That's where I think a lot of relationships fail. Because like, uh, you know you've maintained that status as alpha, it's alpha like a, dog. That Tyler Perry movie that he just put out uh, on Netflix, where, he's, where that guy—if he's—I've I, I, only seen this clip where the guy's like a jerk, and he's like, "Ashtray, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> That's the only funny thing Tyler Perry's ever put out. Oh my god, y'all know what I'm talking about. Make me pull up that clip, but answer the question, Kente. You're diverting the conversation. Oh, I am not. I love this shit. Okay, I love it. But if you're in a situation you lose control, or you are not, you you like you you no longer are, you know, it's just like you know, your woman or your partner has to, you know, take lead. Can you? Deal with that, and how long can you deal with that until okay. you get frustrated? I, I think ahead, right? So when I settle down with a woman, I'm thinking about shit like that. So I've already put this plan in place. I'm like Kaiser Soze, right? I'm <laughs> like I'm gonna have a woman that I know that I can institute Order sixty six. That's a, a Star Wars reference, and. Uh, <laughs> And if God forbid I'm all fucked up in the game, I can't move and stuff, order 66, and you know, I'll be fine. Cause I have a woman 
who was going has got my back. So no, I've date women all the time that make more money than me. I have no problem with that because it doesn't change. Being a man is not predicated on anybody else. It's predicated on yourself. So if I'm in a, if I'm fucked up in the game, I'm going to feel some kind of way because of course, if I can't move and shit, yeah, I'm going to be fucked up and I'll, it's going to be a mental struggle. But if I'm smart, the woman I marry, she's going to be so well thought out, you know, that see if a woman really like really fucks with you, like I'm talking about, like she really cares about you. She's just happy you alive. Right. She's happy you alive. She don't want you dead. Yeah, she know. She understands I'm not the dude I was. But we're going to work it out. So that's when the love gets stronger because it's, it's easy to love me in my current status. You know, it's easy to love Kente. But can you love Kente? And all he can do is lay in the bed and eat yogurt and shit. You know, can you love me? Yogurt's a healthy option because you yeah. need something else. So See, that's why I, you, you got to choose your mate. Can't really, you don't even really need to choose. <laughs> you got to choose your mate wisely. If I choose my mate right, she's going to have my back. Mm -hmm. And even when I'm in my bed, can't move and shit, I'm going to still be making moves from and that then, bed. I'm glad you said that because I was going to pipe in as a woman to say, if, if a husband and wife are in that kind of a situation, the woman shouldn't then be looking down at her man and treating him less than because of the situations that he's in. So I think we have a lot of power with our words and we can choose to encourage him if he's feeling less than because he's in that situation. Your Curtis provide ourselves for that. And I think it's, it's about the two of you as a unit, how you handle that situation. Mm -hmm. But it reminds me of it's our, gonna be hard though. But it reminds, oh, it reminds me of Stephen Hawkins. The mm. man with a couldn't move, still the most brilliant mind of probably our century. He was making things happen without even being able to speak a word, you know, like and, and garnishing respect from everybody. You want to hear something crazy though? And Steve, was married. Stephen Hawkins, right? Couldn't move, barely could move his hand and shit, right? Yeah, brilliant guy. He was married to his wife through the whole shit. Yeah, after thirty years of marriage, he fucking left her for another woman. <laughs> how do you? How does that even happen? That's like alpha, how, that's some alpha male. You can't even move but one finger. Yeah, and this fool with a straw, he still. And there's a comedian. Named Fahim Anwar, hilarious dude. Oh, he's so funny. And he has this bit about that that is hilarious, <laughs> where where he's talking about how uh, how he um, how you might how you did it, you know how <laughs> like it's hilarious. You, I gotta uh, y'all gotta see that one. But anyway, no, but I, I hear you though. It's not gonna be easy though. I'm I, I, it's not gonna be easy, Ryan. But you know. Uh, like, I'm going to be upset, I'm sure. I'm going to be in my feelings. I'm going to be emotional. I might be a jerk for a minute. But if I, but you know what? If I pick my wife right, we're going to figure it out together. I hear that. You know, hopefully that shit never happens. But, 
you know, you never know in, in a life, right? Yeah. You never know what, what could happen. She could be in a, in a, uh, she can't move, you know, I ain't gonna leave my wife. If I love my one, that woman and I married her, I'll be glad she's alive. I don't care if she got two nubs, but she got to pick you too. Hmm? She's got to pick you too. I mean, like, you know, uh -huh. you said if I pick my wife, but she has to also pick you too. Think well, that even in the wife. language, it's like, you know, I, you already have in your mind who you want to be with, but right. in reality, there's someone out there and she's not going to meet all of those. The, she's not going to check all those boxes. Right. And I think that like, you know, I guess my stance is, is that we, we just have to be flexible when it comes to humanity, you know, and be able to ebb and flow with humanity because we can manage Google, you know, our Google nest and in, in our, uh, um, series and stuff like that, but we can't manage human beings, you know, because they're, you know, like, cause what you're talking about, like, even if you're in your bed, you know, that's estate planning, that's just getting life insurance and making sure you have everything flowing. Mm -hmm. But I think we have to be flexible with ourselves that sometimes we're not going to measure up to the ideal of what a man is supposed to be from the context of what has been established from European colonial rule. You know, we have to be able to be flexible because when you look back in our culture, especially black people, women have always been the, you know, we've, we, we came from matriotic, matriotic uh, societies and women were more instrumental in, in a lot of affairs than they are now. So mm, I don't know, man. I, I feel like the black community is more of a matriarchal community now. Than it, yeah. it, than it has been in a long time. But I mean, there's certain so, African tribes where they're matriarchies versus patriarchies, right? Yeah. It's not all of them, but some of them. <clears throat> but see, though, I feel like real dudes got to step to the plate and step up. So is that the alpha male in you that the real dudes got to step to the plate? And what do you mean by step to the plate? Look, man, I'm going to go once again to my pops. Yesterday was would have been his 89th birthday. And my pops used to say, if you see a family homeless, ain't nobody going to see that family and go, you know what? That wife screwed it up. <laughs> That's why they homeless. It's going to always go to the dude, the man, right? So since it comes to you, you might as well take the, the lead. Doesn't mean you have to be a dictator. I'm a benevolent dictator. But you, it also, uh, but I, 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 would, I would challenge that thought in saying that. What's up, I, I don't even know why you're entertaining it, Ryan. <laughs> I, I, have I, have I have a question. I'll put the indicator. So, so, so there's nothing wrong. So if that's the case, there's nothing wrong that with a, a guy that's um, home, not doing much. They, they love each other. Right, they came to an agreement where he's just going to stay home and do whatever he wants, right? Where she's out there working and providing for the family, right? Because this whole um, patriarchal system is a European construct. That's okay. No, I never said that. What I I was just gonna say uh, when Kente was talking about when you see a family on the street, you know, you know, based on how I look at view the world, when I see a family that is struggling, I see a community that has failed.
because when when I go when I went to Trinidad or when I went to Guyana, they I would walk around and people would be like Mr. Wana because I look like my dad. They're like Mr. Wana, Mr. Wana. Everybody knew who I was. You see, in the Caribbean community, when you go and you walking about, you know, you, a woman if she sees your child acting up, she will go outside of her house and lick Licks. the bottom seat, right? Like you will get cut. Um, you cannot go far in these communities without the community stepping in and, and, and helping each other out. This society that we live in, you know, families are just stranded. The communities don't talk to each other. They don't integrate and they don't take care of the community as a whole, you know? And I think that we've kind of lost that. I we've kind of lost those traditions um, in this modern day family where I a see. man had a role outside of the community because maybe he wasn't working, but he was protecting the community, patrolling the community, making sure that no one was robbing the houses and stuff like that. I agree. You know, 100%. I think that you know sometimes the role. You know, I, I don't think it's okay for a person not to contribute to the family. I but. At, at the same time, we're generalizing. Every person's situation is a, a little bit different. And, you know, and some people, I was put in a situation where I could not get a job for whatever the situation was. And my girlfriend had to pay the bills. I had no choice. There was nothing I could do. I went and I applied to, you know, Home Depot. I'm an entrepreneur. This was like, you know, a few years ago, entrepreneur, I had everything. I had, I had everything that I built, but it was just that the economy changed. Alberta was, um, you know, and Natasha probably understands like the Alberta, uh, our boom bust, right? So a lot of us were out of work and a lot of our clients couldn't pay their bills. So I was put in a situation where I had to let the woman lead. I had to let her pay. And a lot of people were looking well, at me her like- Her paying isn't necessarily her leading. Well, no, it's not even, it's, it's not, it's not even that is that I, I think that I was put in a situation where, you know, things had changed. So people looked at me from the outside in saying, oh, well, how come you didn't get a job and how come you're not doing this and how come you're not doing that? And people can criticize, but you know, those dynamics. Brother, brother. I, I'm, I was, not I'm not criticizing you, man. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not it's saying me. you are. I'm just yeah, saying that there's, there's, well, there's man, every situation is different. Through. I've gone through, okay, I'm going to be real, okay? I've gone through some broke times. You know, I'm talking about you ever go through your, your, your old jackets hoping you find some money? You're like, and if you find like $3 and you're like, Yeet, Jesus, thank you. <laughs> you know, or you go through your, your, um, your um, sofa cushions and you're like, and you find like 75 cents and you're like, yeah. Okay, I've gone through some broke time. Okay, yeah. was it because I was a scrub? No, it yeah. was just tough times. I had lost a gig, you know, the economy was funny, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, waiting for that next paycheck to come in, you know, that was the, the big thing. Was you know, you get paid like once a month or something, and uh, then you know, like you got to make that money hold out. You know what I'm saying? So that next check come through. Yeah. It's like being broke. Working broke is the worst. When yeah. you, you, or, or then you ever have a check, a nice size check, right? 
And then when it comes in, it's already spoken for. Yeah. <laughs> it's going, it already got a home. So you have like, you know, two, three grand, whatever it is. And you just like, it's just going out, going out, going out, going out, going out. So I understand, man. And it's tough. It's tough. But what I'm saying is I'm still going to be that dude, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to be that dude. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do what I got to do. But I'm still going to be that dude. Mm -hmm. And um, so whether I'm broke, I can be broke in alpha as well. I haven't been broke for a while, mm -hmm. but I think I could be a broke alpha. Well, I think I think the, the goal is um, even if it's because like the truth of the matter is uh, um, and I, I take it, Natasha, you're from Canada, right? Yeah. All right. In America, uh, the black female makes more than the black male. Oh, right. yeah. Big um, black women are more educated. Uh, the, the, the top educated demographic in America, which means that it gives them uh, opportunities to earn more the income. Most yeah. yeah. Where, you know, black men uh, aren't as educated. So they have less opportunities to work in certain fields that would allow them to, to have um, a good income. And they take away a lot of the, the, the trade in school. So men aren't graduating high school with the skill anymore. Graduating with a paper, so they they don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was I was asking that to say that um, I don't I don't know if women would would be okay with a guy not trying to to his best to to provide or add to the home structure. When I when I said you know if he's not working and he just wants to stay home, is that okay? Um, no, it's not okay. And I think for the most part we can all agree that it's not okay. Okay, it really isn't. But if a woman was to stay home and not do anything, that's that would be okay, especially if the man is doing playing his role in the home or the the role that has been socially constructed for him to play in a home. Okay, but I think it's a, as a partnership you discuss it with your partner. Yeah. If, if a man and a woman decide hubby's gonna stay at home and chill, then that's between them. Mm. But how, the thing is, how long will that exactly. last though? How long would that last if, if that's what they've agreed on, then maybe it could last for for the hey man, like, he might be possibly right. It depends if you, on what they agreed to. If you so if if the thing, what society says are the quote unquote yeah. male and female roles, absolutely not. And if you pipe in it right, you can get away with everything. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's be I, think really? I think I'm coming from a different perspective. <laughs> I'm being honest. Ultimately, what's what what's, what may happen most more than likely. Is is relationship fatigue? She's going to get tired. But it depends how she understands it. Yeah. Right. Because if she understands it as I'm carrying him through, and then she doesn't see him making his effort, she's going to get tired. If they come to an agreement about this is what we do best, like I have a friend who's married. Yeah. Both her and her husband have careers, but she's the first one to admit he is a better mom than she is. Is okay. what she says. So yeah. if it came to it where they had to decide one stayed at home, then it makes sense that he stays at home. Yeah. And she can't bellyache about that if she's already said that she can't, she's not the better mom. Yeah, but in that situation, it doesn't take away from his him being the father in the home or or, or the man in the home or doing his part to make sure that the home is taken care of. Mm -hmm. But I, like I, I'm trying to see if I can formulate this 
Better. Well, I'm going to have a creamy moment. It sounds like you're trying to decide, describe a walkless man in a wanda. Say the, that again. I didn't hear you. Say that again. I can only be I didn't hear what you said. I said it sounds like you're describing a walkless, worthless man who well, doesn't want to do anything. And I'm like, that's totally different. Because that's, well, that's, that's where I'm coming from. And, and drive to be successful, whatever successful looks like, is a desired characteristic that most women want. So it doesn't have to be that we all want the corporate man. I just we just want a man who works that. hard and takes pride in what he does. Yeah. And does hey, the chat room is quiet. Uh, press one in the chat if you're with us. Y'all call it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So yeah. this, this, what I'm saying is, for a man not to do anything and stay home while the woman does everything, right? Because um, social constructing, the woman cooks, clean, take care of the kids, and stuff like that, right? I've seen marriages fall apart because um, both are working. But when the wife comes home, it's she's expected. cooking, she's cleaning, she's taking care of the kids, she's doing the homework. The husband comes home, they work the same amount of hours. He comes home, sits on the couch, puts on the TV, and chills until the dinner's ready. And then the wife brings him the dinner. And that's what I'm Are saying. You? Like yeah, that, that kind of cool. thing. So that would if, cause fatigue. But then that's, of course, it would cause fatigue. You're being asked to do double the work. But if, if All he's because home of your not physical doing anything, of your body, that's mm -hmm. nonsense. Yeah, but if he's yeah. home not doing anything, not I'm even not, that part, Juliet is in the fatigue too. So in, in a home, there's, there's, there has to be a balance in a home. Roles have to be outlined. And we have to say, I'm going to do this. You're going to do this. Let's work together to make this happen. Whether or not the woman makes more or the, or the father or the, the husband makes more. All right. Yeah, okay. Got to come together to make sure that the family dynamic is working for you guys. All right. But I think the fatigue comes in from separate from what society says are the roles, because not everybody buys that. Like, I don't love cooking. I will do it because I have to. But if I marry a man who loves to cook, by yeah. all means, cook and screw what society says about Wait a minute. You are uh, like but a I think the chef. Is where we have expectations that are not met. Mm -hmm. And if there's a great, a, a gross imbalance in the in the amount of work you've done. If we're both working outside of the home and then the expectation is that one does 90% of the work in the home, who wouldn't be fatigued by that? No matter what norm or like role you're following into that just makes sense right wait a minute you're a five-star chef what you talking about <laughs> I, I don't like listen i i'm baking is where my heart's at but you can't live on baked goods <laughs> well, no, i don't know i don't know it depends on what i baking. think can i say something like culturally my grandma you know um my grandma and my mom but especially my grandma taught me how to iron cook and all that stuff. Gave me all the recipes, Trini recipes, so I could survive on my own. I think that like, I've always been a person that, you know, that just provided equal balance in a relationship because I would, it just culturally, it's just frowned upon for you to be lazy. You know what I mean? Because we like, my grandma would be like, man, you're so nasty. You don't clean. You don't do this. You don't that. Like, you know, and she's like, hi, you know, she'll come in. How can you let her clean up the this and this and this and you're not doing anything. So, you know, culturally, it's just frowned upon for you not to clean and not to make your bed and not to take a shower and not to, you know, to handle your business. And I think that like, you know, <laughs> I think that when it comes to um, relationships, marriages especially, they're partnerships regardless. 
you're running a biz. It's 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 kind of like a business, but you know you are running a function, and two people have to function in order for things to because something's going to happen. It's either the kids are not going to get what they want. It's either the spouse is not going to get what they want. It's either you're not getting what you want, and there's no balance. And that's why you know that's why I would recommend couples therapy if people can get it or talk to your pastor. But you have to sometimes be able to sit down and be and review the goals. Because you came in with goals, you came in with a vision, you came in with an idea, but as life happens, things shift. COVID happened, and that totally shifted the balance, right? But I think that, you know, it goes back to communication. If, if partners are not communicating with each other on what is important in the relationship, you know, that's where a lot of relationships kind of fall apart. So whether if a guy is staying at home, he, like, I don't know any... I don't I don't know these type of men personally, but if I was staying at home doing nothing, I would be cleaning the floors, I'd be wiping the walls, I'd be washing the dishes, I would be making food, you know, because I would I would feel really bad that someone had to work all day long, come home and then have to do all that additional work. That's just that's that's abuse. So you right? think conversely though a man would be agitated by a woman who stayed at home and did diddly squat? I was in that situation. Shame. <laughs> uh, that was actually what I was going to say. So you're basically saying any woman that uh, if she doesn't work and she's in a relationship with a guy, if she doesn't wash the walls, make the food, wait, what'd you say? Uh, clean the floors. Clean the floors uh, with the toothbrush, you, you said, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah hers, though. Don't use my toothbrush. <laughs> no, we got we got a ma those vacuums, those uh, bristle ones. Now my grandma brought it by. She's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I don't I don't clean the floors oh, on my hands yeah. and knees anymore. She uses the you know the the vacuum with the the water and stuff. So yeah, you don't have to use a toothbrush anymore. Yeah, um, you want to read your your homegirls? Uh... Well, she said society is growing dependent men. It's like the parents just passes them on to women to continue mothering them, which is a problem. And that's not 100%, but we see it, and it's annoying, and it's stupid. Big time. But I don't know. Like, I do, I, I'm a big believer in gender roles, as y'all know. I believe in gender roles. I believe as a man, we do have roles that we need to fulfill in our relationship. I'll give you a great example. So Natasha, it's late at night and you're in bed with your man. And then you hear something bump downstairs in the night. If he reaches over, grabs the bat and then hands it to you and say, baby. Can you go check on that? <laughs> How are you going to feel about that? I would probably be frustrated. But I tend to walk with some traditional values. But again, I know how I feel as a woman. So I need to make sure that whatever partnership I end up in, we have dialogue about what makes sense to us. I don't think it's about what society tells you should be. I think in your partnership, y'all figure it out and make it work for you guys. So if you are more traditional, then be more traditional and get somebody who's traditional. If you're not... If you're more, you know, 2020, then partner with somebody who that works well with. I don't think we should, it's it's as much about what 
society says the women should do and what society says the men should do. I think he should have a general understanding about what you guys do in your relationship. I grew up in a household where it was fairly traditional. Both my parents were working until my mom was ill, but my mom was the one who did more of the stuff in the house. But when she got to the point where she was so ill that she couldn't do anything, thank goodness my dad wasn't the type of man who's like, I'm a man and I don't do that. He just picked up so that he could make sure that things were done. He took care of his wife. He took care of his children. You have to be able to have some balance and step in where things need to, so that things aren't left. Uh, Jerry, I know somebody, I know somebody, uh, a couple, married couple who, um, whose wife is a cop. Oh, and if that situation was to happen Mm -hmm. and she's an armed officer of the law, he's still the one going downstairs to check me too. Me too. Like she, you know, he's not telling her get your gun and go see who's out, who's downstairs. Right. You know, he's, he's, he's going to be like, you, you keep the gun here. If they get past me, blow their brains out. But let me go see who it is. Right. It could be Bruce Lee's granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still going to do it. I'm not going to be like, hey, girl, Layla, you can- Layla Ali could be my wife. <laughs> right. And, and I'm like, Layla, stay here. Go down there and float like a butterfly. I got this. <laughs> I got this. All right. Jerry says, uh, you're talking about relationships in 2020. Roughly 25 years into Hollywood social, uh, uh, what's that word? Politicking. Uh, politicking. Oh, my bad. I can't, can't read. I'm 53 years old and just looking for a woman to have fun Should with. If I can leave my spot with her in it and come back to all of my shit still there, I've got a good one. <laughs> Amen to that, my brother. Amen to that. Do you uh, see what Juliet says? She says, I'll tell my man to get his ass back in bed so we can both get into the panic room because the break in could be the cops. Hilarious. 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 She has her planned panic room. Man, I, I'm just saying, though, like, you know, there's certain situations where I feel like a man has to be the man. Whatever that means, whatever you want to say that means. I just believe in that. You can say I'm a caveman. You can say I'm 1952. Whatever you want to say, I'm just, that's who I am. Maybe I'm, I'm a giant breed. There's nothing wrong with that, Kinti. You just need to be partnered with, some, with someone who holds a similar value of what a man is. Because if you if you get with somebody who has a very different concept of what a man is, you're going to be button heads on what it looks like to be male. Oh, no, I'm not worried about that. I, I feel like uh, I'm such a leader. She'll just come. No, I'm just playing. Let me shut oh, up. All in play. Yeah, I, I, was, I was gonna try to say what it was. I was. I couldn't even finish the sentence. I, I was. Oh, I was about to say a joke. Calm down, ladies. Calm down. A joke, because y'all be getting too upset, boy. No, but um, you know, I just I I feel like look, man, I'm a I'm I'm that dude, you know, uh. But let me ask this question. Sometimes that alpha male tendencies that some of us might have can by the wrong woman can be actually used as a weapon to get you effed up in the game. And I'll explain. So we'll say Ryan is that dude, right? He's martial artist, right? Ryan chews glass, right? He kicks ass, right? And his woman knows that shit. She knows that he's the human tornado. So you're at the, uh, let me think what Canadians do. 
at the at the Renaissance Fair. <laughs> Open air farmers market. Renaissance fairs in Canada. You're at the uh the tomato uh season opening. Uh, you know nothing about Canada. Right? So he's there with his lady, right? And his lady, so you go over, you looking at uh Roma tomatoes, and then she goes over and look at um what's the what's another Hot huh? Hot house is another type of tomato. There you go. Or field. And then she gets into it with a guy, right? And it's her fault. We'll say it's her fault. Mm-hmm. Well, she knows she got the human tornado. So some chicks will be like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend will you up. He's right there. That's what Ryan is like. Now Ryan is now put in the position. Is he gonna? Is he gonna uh, karateize his ass? Because that's his lady, right? He got to stand, stand up for his lady. Or is he gonna be like, look, that's you, you and his problem. <laughs> I'm getting these Roman tomatoes. <laughs> you know. You, know you, you realize that like things are changing. Everything can be recorded on camera, and right. I think the worst hurt that you can do to somebody is just to whip out your camera and put them on blast. I think that you know, um, I've always been taught the best block is not to be there, not to put yourself in a situation where there's a conflict. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the first thing that you learn. My sensei always tells me that. What's your best block? Not to be there. Don't put yourself in a situation where there's there's casualty, because mm-hmm. the difference between Canada and U.S. especially, we don't bear arms. That's one thing. And the other thing, too, is that we, um, you know, our assault laws are real. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you get into an assault, you're going to jail. So, you know, you can't just go and whoop somebody because um, I there is fighting words, them fight like fighting words. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look it up in the uh, legal lexicon mm-hmm. in the States, I really? know that there's a yeah fighting words because you Man-word. can incite someone to violence by saying something that is is the n-word a fighting word is a fighting word yeah okay. in certain places not what in about, georgia yet what about cunt yeah. is that a fighting word cunt hey can't say, i know this is your show but don't say that word thank you no no no, no. <laughs> thank okay. you dre's Wait, being alpha know. right now he's taking it's control of the show and he's telling you you're not. if you're calling someone that word i'm not yeah calling nobody that word well the c word But, um, you know, I I just I to be honest, is that I think that if she's that type of person that would put me and put my life in danger like that, she's not someone that I would be personally having in my as a friend or as someone because she's just starting problems. And, you know, the the casualty is that someone's going to get hurt and I don't want the other person to get hurt. I don't want to get hurt and I don't want her to get hurt. What if it's a situation where all of a sudden you just look up and you see this guy from a distance yelling at your lady? So I'm going over just, there. Yeah, you're gonna go yeah, over there. Of course. How big you and are. Then, but yeah. you don't even know you didn't already threaten him with your violence. So now he's like, Oh, this is the clown that's gonna beat me up. See, see, my my, my wife is already gonna know. I'm about <laughs> peace. Like me and homeboy are gonna sit down, we're gonna talk about it. Like so what happened here? <laughs> like, I'm like, like, so, uh, calm down, calm down. What happened here? 
All right, let's let's talk about it. Let's ha- let me buy you a water. Have a seat. Let's talk. What happened? In a situation went like that when I was in university. So I was probably 20 at the time. So you know, years ago. Two years uh, ago. And we were outside a club, and this dude was leaning on my car. So I went and I confronted him, and he got in my face, grabbed my hand, and he had his other hand slightly behind his back, and I thought maybe he had a knife. So I started yelling, saying, like, I don't know if this guy's got a knife. Like, I don't know him. Let me go. And my boyfriend just had to walk up. And the minute somebody showed presence, he ran like a little chicken. So I didn't have to say my big ass boyfriend's going to fight you. Nothing. The minute somebody showed presence, he was gone. Mm, okay. And I had to brag about what my man was going to do. That's good. That's good. Because, you know, there's a lot of guys that got killed over that stuff. You know, getting, you know, I actually, I had a girlfriend. I had a girlfriend lie on me to her brother, said I had hit her. Now, I ain't never hit a woman in my life. The only time I've hit a female, I was in like third grade and I liked her. You know, and that's the way I showed it. <laughs> that's that don't count, right? Don't count, right? I hope you got some new games since grade three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hit her because I liked her and I didn't know how to show show it so but she forgave me she forgave she forgave me for that but that's the only time I've ever hit a woman right but this this girl I had been seeing when I was in my 20s had lied to her brother and said that I had hit her so I'm at a gas station and mind you I don't even know that this lie has been told on me and brother was driving by now me and him was cool you know, before that, and he, I see him. I'm like, oh, what's up? You know, I see him, and he <laughs> went to the gas station and confronted me, right? And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I don't know where this is coming from, right? So he actually um, told me, like, you hit my sister. I'm like, what? I said, my sister said you hit. Me. You know. Now my thing is, I respect him for looking out for his sister because what you're supposed to do as a brother but he got bad information yeah so i let him know i said look man we can settle this with words i never hit your sister but i gotta protect myself so your sister's gonna get your ass whooped so you know your sister and we talked about it and she eventually admitted she lied she was mad at me or some shit Right, broke up with her after that. Oh my god, yes, yes, yeah. yes. I, you know, man, I like loyalty, and uh, but you know, what I'm saying, but think about it what if I couldn't reach him? One of us could have got killed over that crap, you know what I'm saying, and it would have been on, on some false, shit. you know what I mean, you know. And I mean, he would have, he would have been the one that got killed, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but like I said, I had respect for him that he was looking out for his sister, even though it was, you know, he was wrong. And, um, uh, as far as, uh, the information he got, but I, you know, like I said, I don't hit women. I don't need to do that. You know what I mean? So, uh, and so that's just the situation where, and it wasn't her boyfriend, but she got her brother to be on some alpha some so-called alpha, alpha male diesel type stuff and sending him to his death potentially, you know, I've had it as a coach teaching kids play football. Right. 
I've had uh, a mother l tell her boyfriend because I wasn't giving the kid time because he was acting up. We have a rule. The rule is if you act up, you can't play the next game. That's just what it is. So she said she was going to have her boyfriend F me up. And he came back too. Right? He was going he thought he he was going to jump me, right? But he don't know though. Not only what I would have handled him, but the other coaches were standing around. They were just kind of acting like they weren't he would have got gang beat down <laughs> by the coaches cuz you know, we you know, you, we're not going to let nobody do that to each other. So, but you know, we were able to talk though. You know, like I said, I respected him because he was doing what he thought was right. But, you know, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of guys don't think like that. Because it could have gotten a lot worse very quickly. He could have approached with violence without even speaking. And then what would have happened? Like, Well, I didn't know he was. She had threatened me. So when I saw them picking, you know, coming back, you know, when I saw her with him, I said, oh, this must be the boyfriend. So I was on guard right there. And like I said, I'll talk to you because I respect the fact that you're looking out for your lady. <laughs> Juliet. Well, you got bad information. Say it. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Hilarious. But, you know, but. You know, you touch me. I I don't care if you were in, got bad information. You you know, I, we're gonna have to fight. Yeah, I'm gonna head off now, but I'm gonna be in the chat. All right, all right. But you know, Peace I'm brother. A, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, man. But you know, my sensei is uh is Ryan. So I learned all my uh, martial arts from Ryan. <laughs> okay, I don't know martial arts, but uh, you know. But, but yeah, a, lot, a lot of martial arts is not fighting, you know. It's, it's, fighting without fighting. Control. it's the yeah. art of fighting without fighting. It's being able to diffuse the situation. There's also like, you know, social distancing is a new thing, but in martial arts, it's just called distance, personal space. You don't get up in like arm's length. You don't get into my personal space. Once you're in my personal space, we have a problem. You know what I mean? So I think that like, I either move out, but you know, you don't get into people's space. So you, you just know, you could just tell by certain individuals, by certain situations, what kind of issues that they're going to bring. You have to, you have to survey the room. You got to survey what you're doing and you, you put yourself in a situation where you're in control. And when, if you can't leave the situation, then you fight. But check this out. Check this out. I'm a, me and Ryan, when I go to Canada, me and Ryan, we're going to go to that tomato festival. And then all of a sudden, Ryan is going to hear, my homeboy is going to F you up. <laughs> yeah. Over potatoes. Yeah. But the whole thing is just, it's like, it's not like, I'm not a UFC fighter, right? Like, I'm not, like, I, I don't think I would win in every situation. I just think that I'm just, I just know that what my job is just to protect. Mm -hmm. But protection is not always fighting. Protection. <laughs> <laughs> a ninja, then run like a fucking ninja up. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, man, you're on a roll. <laughs> you're not I always going to win in situations. But... Show. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to win in every situation, but you, you should be able, like, protection is not just, protection is also going back to what Natasha said earlier. It's like having discourse about 
if someone breaks into your home. You know what I mean? What do you do in situations if someone tries to break in? Do you have cameras? Do you have, you know, there's, it's a planning. Like a lot of the things that you're talking about all require planning. It would require two people to sit down and have a discussion on what we're going to do it when and where. It's being prepared, you know, and what in situations where you're not prepared, then you fight as hell and you, you, you know, and you diffuse the situation so that you can find, you can call the cops or you can find safety. But, you know, a lot of us don't know how to have that discourse. And, and that's why a lot of people get in, in, in get into a lot of problems, you know, is because they, you know, they feel like they have to uphold this role. And, you know, sometimes people get asked what for me personally, I don't want to be out because I, I run two businesses and I have a lot of people that depend on me, you know, so I don't want to lay somebody out and have to deal with the cops and have to sit there. Like there's just so many reasons why I don't want to get in a fight. I don't you want know, to because I'm, a, I'm too old right now. I might, <laughs> I, I, I might uh, hurt my back throwing the punch, yeah. you know, and, you and might that, hurt your back thinking about the punch. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. So based, I, yeah. based on that alone, Kente, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, no. Based on that alone, that's why you need to humble, be humble, like uh, like uh, Kendrick Lamar said, be humble. You don't always got to be a leader. You don't always got to show up. Julia, <laughs> she's funny. Oh, you like you. Julia's killing me. That's I why know, I got to like keep her. her on my good side. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a girl to piss off. That's funny, man. No, yeah, no, I agree with you, man. I like, hey, man. At this age, I ain't trying to, you know, I'm not trying to be out there in them streets. Uh, fighting people, or even at home, you know. So stay away from them young girls, kid. Stay away from them young girls because they're gonna bring you problems. I don't know, man. They they also bring you. Um... Let me shut up. Uh, <laughs> don't finish your sentence. Let me shut up because I y'all be uh, y'all gonna be saying I'm tripping. But uh, no, I like surprise. It's predictable what you were gonna say. I don't know. I could be saying they, they, they bring um, the Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Don't even try and play now and change it up. Look, man. All I do these days, I read from my Bible app. Okay, I, that's all I do these days is read from my Bible app. Okay, so uh, actually, I, I'm about to start a um, a prayer a prayer chain. So anybody that wants to join. And Bible study. We're gonna do Bible study every third every third Thursday. So uh, you know, if anybody wants to be in the Bible study, let me know. I'm leading it because you know I gotta lead shit. So I mean I gotta lead stuff. Lead stuff. Yeah, lead I was stuff. just gonna say that sounds real Bible. <laughs> I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on it, okay. I'm working on it, but no, for real, we're gonna do Bible study, man. We're gonna do Bible study. We're gonna get to the meat and bones of of uh, everything, you know. You don't have the. the <laughs> Actually, like, you know what? You know what? Let me pull out my phone. I'm gonna show you how Christian I am. Let me charge this bad boy. Having up. a Bible app proves you're Christian. No, she said I don't have it downloaded. Wait, let me. Hopefully, it is downloaded. Having it downloaded don't prove you use it. I use it. Uh, night, Juliet. She's I guess this discussion is over night, night. night. But no, <laughs> but for real though, man, I am. 
I'm for real with this. You know what I'm saying? The conversation right. certainly took a turn. That's for sure. I'm just saying. Are, are you going to be a part are of you, the, Kinte? Are you brother Kinte, Deacon Kinte, Elder Kinte? Uh, Prophet I'm, I'm Kinte. I he's, am. He's Alpha Kinte. There oh, you go. Alpha don't feed. Don't feed his ego. No, I'm just, you know, it is what it is, you know. But I'm just saying, though, you know, uh, I am, I, you know, I, I, I feel like this was a great conversation. Thank you, Tasha. No problem. Thanks for having it. After that was I, a good one. That, I mean, it went in all kinds of ways, but yeah, it was a great conversation. I love it. Yeah. So, um, my challenge is next time you stay by yourself. Uh, okay. I mean, I'll I'll be by myself till I'm not by myself. You know. I want to see you do a a, a solely unsaintly kiss, <laughs> Juliet. Okay, drop the mic. I'm done with Juliet. I'm saying <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Uh, uh, I'll I'll do that like in the middle of the day or something. I'll do like a, a like a twenty thirty minute thing where it's just me. All right. <laughs> We'll do that. It'll be like a middle of the day type thing. I'm gonna do it from the my church's parking lot. <laughs> to prove you have a church, like yeah. And so let me see. All right. It is getting late. Look at that. Look at that. that. Look at that. It's, it's nine. I'm Mountain Standard Time, nine twenty-five. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. See, it's it's bedtime over here. It's eleven twenty-five. Eleven twenty-five. So and those who doubted my Christianity, they're wrong. Thank you. You saw that. Ad. First Jebediah. Second Revelations. <laughs> oh my God. One of the sons of Eli. Hilarious. But um, you know. Since y'all want to doubt my Christian, I don't know. So, uh, Natasha, when the when is your show? I am live Tuesdays at east at eight Eastern Standard Time um, through Facebook or Get Vocal. Sometimes on Instagram, but always Facebook and Get Vocal. Um, and my page is Natasha Halliday Resilient Me. Um, Natasha A Halliday, sorry, Resilient Me. And I'm on the Instagram at Natasha A Halliday. You're gonna ask, so I might as well just say. You know what? I get used to your format. You need to add another middle name. A is my middle initial. No, you need to add another. Uh, you need to add two. Why? One that starts with an I and starts with an S. One that starts with an I and starts and with an S. Natasha. What am I missing? Something went right a, over my head. a holiday. Huh? I is a holiday. A holiday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kinte, I'm I'm really down your comedic skills right now. Okay. Oh, whatever, man. I'm your favorite comedian's favorite comedian. Um, I get to I'm see your favorite. Show. I'm, fa I'm your favorite comedian's favorite comedian. Okay, Ryan. So, where can people find you? Because we're just gonna move this right along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! Um, you can find me at. 
I don't know where you can find me right now. I'm lost. <laughs> well, help me get yourself found through Kinty's Bible study, okay? <laughs> you find your way. I'm lost. Uh, you can find me at Hustle Zone TV on Instagram, Hustle Zone. Um, folks, we're trying to raise money to build our media um, outlet and also uh, produce the world's first living documentary. So you can find me at gofundme.com forward slash F forward slash hustle zone TV. Even if you got two, five, ten dollars instead of giving it to Deacon Kente for his service, you can drop it in our bucket. You know, you know, what? I'm gonna pass the collection plate next time I do a show. <laughs> digital collection plate, all right. Yeah, I like that idea for live streams. We should have a collection plate. You know, yes. plate that goes right underneath. You know, I actually your... I like that too. Yeah, yeah. You, it, it, for churches now, you text give in the amount, or there's a a give a flyer, give a something, give a something. I gotta remember what I saw the other oh, day wow. when I was watching church online. I remember I was on a, in well, an I app. Was... I have I there's a church that I watch their services from from Houston, and yeah, you with the app, you go, you click give, and then it takes you to a text message. We have reached booty call hour or witchcraft hour. And you just text give in the amount of money you want to give. Wow. Because now they can set keep... it up, though. I had to set it up, right? So now they keep it tabs on people. Since it's COVID like... and it's a church online, I might as well pick a church that resonates with me. It don't have to be anywhere near my house because it's online. Mm. Wow. They're about that money. Mm. I remember the first time I seen a uh, ATM in a church. I was blown away. I used to do the ATM in my old church. It's 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 interesting. Oh, wow. But hey, church has got to move with the times too, man. Yeah, and the and church. I, of and I, I remember going to a church where they had to have uh, they had to have um, unarmed. Um, what's it called? Non-uniform police because the amount of theft that was going on at the front where people would steal people's collection. Wow. I went to a church where you would put it at the front of the altar and people would go <laughs> put down their five and take up more money. So they had to have police. What in a church? That's crazy. Hey, listen, they're there to try to find Jesus. It doesn't mean they found him yet. Hilarious. Hilarious. All right, you can give me a Kente F on uh Twitter. Um Kente Ferguson on um uh Instagram and uh, indyradio.org, indy radio.org is the site. Uh, I just want to say uh, I'm gonna do some more streaming this week. Uh, so uh, I just want y'all to know I love you guys. Stay safe and remember, gender roles are important. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good to see you, Ryan. Yeah, it's nice to see you.